welcome to At The Root with Greg Kuyper. Greg is a psychotherapist and holistic life coach whose practice is Kuiper Counseling. Through his professional practice and personal experiences, Greg knows that without connection with ourselves, connection with others is near impossible because emotional connection is at the root of healthy living. If you have a question or a comment, feel free to call into the show. The number is 425-373-5527, or you can go to KuiperCounseling.com. And a reminder to check out Greg's YouTube channel, Connection Through Awareness with Greg Kuiper. And then lastly, feel free to email Greg at ConnectionThroughAwareness at gmail.com. Hello, Greg. Hello, Stacy. Good to I. I am not seeing you today. I am calling in. So I'm letting listeners know in advance if there's some wonkiness. It's because I am calling in today. Well, let's hope we don't have too much wonkiness there. We have enough wonkiness in our lives. We don't need uh, any more. And I am setting an intention, as I learned last week, (laughs) that it is going to go seamlessly. There we go. Well, that leads us right into the talk about intention, doesn't it? Look at that. <laughs> well, you know, we, we were talking about how intention plays into our daily lives and activities every day, right? And, and, and mainly conscious intention. And that's the kind of intention we, we desire and create from a place of awareness, right? We know what's going on. We've got always got plenty of unconscious intention playing out in the realms of our autopilot functioning, right, every day. And, and, and these unconscious intentions are the nucleus of the autopilot behaviors that continue to plague us with disconnect from ourselves and others. You know, if, if, if we've programmed ourselves to avoid conflict, for instance, right, that happened mm-hmm. way back when, let's say, then somewhere along the line that intention was created unconsciously, right, that's what happened. So to do just that and help us avoid the pain and shame of differences with others, right? So we created this unconscious intention to avoid conflict, and then we can avoid the pain and shame of, of all the differences we have with others. So here we are today, continuing to react from an intention we set unconsciously. Who knows when? We just set it to protect us. So if we have conscious attention, our, which is an aim or a goal, right, we hold in our awareness, then we are in control of what that intention is, and it's not controlling us unconsciously. Whether, which is powerful. Yeah, it is. And whether we are able to follow through on the intention or not, sometimes we make it, sometimes we don't, right? But... Um, there are a lot of variables out there every day, so having some flexibility helps. But as long as the intention is conscious, it is something we we want to do, and it's in our awareness so that it's able for us to do and control, right? That's the goal. I mean, yes. Okay. I worked a lot. Of, I worked a lot on the intention thing this week. Oh yeah, tell me. Uh. I really took in what you talked about in terms of setting the intention for 
my day each morning, Mm -hmm. what I wanted to get out of it, uh, what I wanted to focus on. And then at night, I set another intention, uh, mainly around sleeping well, Um, you know, because I am plagued Mm -hmm. by sleeping issues. But the daily intention, uh, it really works if you pay attention to it and things are happening. You can't expect a sudden massive thing to show up at your door, you know, like, I want to be a millionaire. It's the small, small things and the small steps that you realize you're starting to manifest these good intentions. Well, and and the realization is that awareness, right? And so there it is. You know, in the context of this, this finding awareness exercise that you're talking about, we are putting out there a broad intention of how we're going to direct our life today, right? It's just broad, however it comes to you each day. My intention for today is to experience and share kindness, unconditional love, compassion, and thoughtfulness. Now, that's one I frequently put out there for myself, very broad. Whatever your heart tells you, make that your intention of the day, right? It's very important that it be positive and originate and entail the highest vibrational energies like love and compassion, forgiveness, kindness, gratitude, for example. Let the specifics unfold rather than detail them out, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to the grocery store today. Yeah, that's an intention, but that's not what we're talking about here, right? Um, and, and please put forth something that you want to do, right, and not something that you don't want to do because that's, mm-hmm. right? For instance, I intend to not be angry today. Well, come on, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, the universe doesn't listen to the negative. I think that last week. Right. Um, so it all has to be positive. Well, how about I intend to experience and share joy and compassion today? Same thing. I intend to not be angry today. I mean, that just that just sets the tone, right? And if we can just keep it a positive energy, those higher energy vibrations. Um. So, you know, it's less likely you're going to be sharing anger if you just have that positive intention. I found a a side benefit of setting an intention daily was how careful you become about language. Very much so, right? Tell me. Well, instead of saying things, you know, knowing that maybe I'm going to have a stressful day because there's some things that I'm not excited about doing or whatever, instead of saying you know, I don't want a stressful day, uh, which I feel like the universe hears, I want a stressful day or stress fee or whatever. Instead, setting that being more specific, but still general of, I would like to go through the day and feel calm and feel ready and enjoy the journey uh, versus freak out. (laughs) Right, right. What we want to use is words and um, the intention of positiveness rather than the negative emotions, which vibrate at a different frequency, much lower frequency. You know, I, I also think it's very helpful to use the verbiage like experience and share, right? You want to have it and you want others to have it also. 
So you want to give it and you want to receive it. So in this exercise, as you say and, and put out there this intention we're talking about, breathe it in and feel the positive energies because you can feel them once you're in that awareness state. You can feel that joy, that compassion as you breathe in. And you will feel it. So sit with it then and allow them to be with you as you continue through the rest of the exercise. And then as you become more aware of how these intentions act on your life, you're gonna, it's really going to be amazed. You were just talking about little things happen, right? The other morning, it was a beautiful day, and I had this really nice morning experience of awareness in my meditation, you know, this exercise, and it, it included my intention for the day. And then I went to the grocery store. And so as I walked across the parking lot, a young woman who I had no idea who was, never seen her before in my life, crossed my path and simply said, hi, with such joy in her face and on her, uh, in her voice and on her face, right? And I returned it right back to her. And then I went inside and it happened again as I was pondering at the deli. I love this. And then again, as I juggled for cart space in the produce area, you know, I mean, you're always doing that. And, and I'm pretty sure that my intention for the day was emanating off me and connecting with others. That's just the way these vibrational energies work. We've all experienced this, right? You know, the, these energetic fields around us connect with the fields of others. And when the fields join, our intention is met, Right. I love that so much. Yeah. You can just tell. If you're aware, you can tell, right? I mean, the, this, this, this original woman in the parking lot was so vibrant and bubbly. I mean, it was just like we connected somehow as we're passing. So we also experience and share energetic fields of negativity too, right? We, we all know what it's like to be around someone who's emanating that kind of energy, right? We just want to get out of there, right? Or... Or we want to be careful about joining them in that energy. Absolutely. You know. And you also have to set boundaries. I have an ability that, you know, uh, think about a time that you go out for dinner and maybe the uh, server is in a bad mood, clearly in a bad mood. And so it's being aware that uh, putting positive energy out there, I can maybe turn their mood into something positive and sort of share that as you talked about. Right. Um, and then other times, you know, you have to set boundaries and be careful, but there's nothing more powerful than sharing positive energy and helping somebody turn into a more positive headspace. Right. Right. Find those positive vibrational energies that that are feel-good energies like joy, happiness, and compassion, and uh, yeah. But, you know, so in this exercise we're talking about, intention plays another part. And after we've centered ourselves, right, and then we're breathing, and, and we got to do the body awareness piece, and then we announce our attention, intention, we look inner at, at what's going on with our feelings and thoughts, right? That's what we're doing. What's going on in here? What are we experiencing in this moment? We want to bring it into awareness and give it a name, right? We've talked about this, which puts the experience in the frontal area of our brain where we can appraise it. Let's use an example. So 
After you get centered, you notice that you sense some tenseness in your body. You feel blood rushing to your head a little bit, and your thoughts aren't very clear and focused, and, and that's what you notice. That's what you're experiencing. So, so you ask yourself, okay, so what do we have here? This is frustration, and, it, and it's turning into irritation, I can tell. So what am I going to do with this right now? What am I going to do? Here it is. Looks like I have some choices. I can ignore it and push it down. But experience tells me it's going to come back. I can go with it and let it play out, right? Let it be in control. Probably turning into anger relatively soon. Or the third option is I can change the narrative and say, uh-uh, nope, I get to be in control today. This is not fitting in with my intention today, and I'm going to go with the voice of truth, which says that this is not real. It is false, coming from my autopilot, which is used to being in charge, but not today. Not today. The truth tells me that this frustration is coming from anxiety, which is never true. It is a fear that I'm going to fail on this task I'm about to perform. So I'm getting anxiety, and it's frustrating me, and now I'm getting irritated, and it's all because of this anxiety. I really have no idea if I'm going to be successful or not in this, but, but if I let the frustration be in control, there's a good chance I won't. So that's kind of the process. I mean, it doesn't have to take that long or whatever, but, but we're trying to decide what is this. What is it? Because it's, it's not comfortable. It's not cool. Um, it's, it's getting me out of my rhythm. It's not fitting in with my intention for the day. So what do we got? And, you know, whatever we recognize that we are experiencing in these conscious moments of awareness, right? This is processed both cognitively and emotionally rather than just the automatic reactions of our autopilot, which prevent adding the appraisal part of our reasoning brain, right? We're just reacting. So the awareness gives us the moment to ask ourselves, with what I'm experiencing, am I doing the best I can in this moment? Because that's what we've got, right, is this moment right now. If the answer is yes, then Moving forward with that acceptance. I know what this is. I know that it's false. I'm, I'm accepting that it's here, and I'm doing everything I can. So, you know, if I can't do anything more at this moment, then I will move forward and wait for the time that I can do something else. When the experience changes, with the new awareness that we have, there will be new choices, right? Maybe we can do something else. I experienced this last week. Tell me about it. I had a day last week where I was feeling that things were piling up and I was feeling overwhelmed. And so I love to practice avoidance. <laughs> <laughs> so instead I practice awareness mm-hmm. and try to sit with it, 
practiced the breathing exercise, identified that how it physically felt was that butterfly feeling Mm -hmm. nervous. And so I thought, okay, this is feels like nervous. So what is that about? And realized that I was having some fears about things and that I was going through the whole spiral of uh, imposter syndrome. Can Mm -hmm. I do these things? What's going on? It's so much. Um, And then decided, uh, as you've taught, be aware and then make a choice. And the choice was to finish the exercise and then just get up and go swallow the frog, as they say, mm-hmm. go do the thing that needed to be done. And, uh, and the other things, you know, just start to do it and just be aware. And as I started to participate in the solution, the butterflies dissipated. Yeah. So often we have that hesitancy between doing this thing because it's making you nervous and I'm not sure I can do it and I'm not going to be good at it and whatever. And then when we go do it, it's like, oh, my God, that was a piece of cake, right? I mean, we can exactly. do it with confidence, right? This, this, so this whole process we're talking about is especially helpful with these kind of experiences of anxiety and fear, right? Those are the two major ones that we really come up with during our days. And, and, they're, and they're basically just false expectations, right, coming from stress and leading to all kinds of unproductive negative emotions. You know, it can be irritation, anger, goodness, jealousy, contempt, criticism. I mean, we can really take it that far, right, uh, to name a few. And just it's really damaging to any relationship we happen to be having at that moment, right? And... And as soon as we can realize we have a choice, we can de-escalate the experience we're having. What is my choice? Having this awareness available to us during our daily functioning helps us to maintain a more steady, focused approach to our day, right? Staying more tuned to what's going on inside of us, as well as allowing us to remain more attuned to others. The awareness is not always the resolution to experiences that are troubling, right? I mean, we can't solve everything. But it helps keep us in the moment doing what we can today in this moment. And that's what's important. Not future tripping. Not going back and reliving the past in the moment, right? But staying in the moment right now. Like, you know, we may not be able to make a choice to work through grief, a heavy loss, right? For example, in this moment, right? But we can make a choice to do all that we can in this moment rather than letting the grief overwhelm us and ruin, take us down the rabbit hole for a whole week or something, right? Or even a day. But if we can just notice it, be aware of it, and and make a choice to do all that I can in this moment. Am I doing all I can right now? Yes, I am. And then stay open for the awareness to do more. If it If things change, I might be able to do more. But right now, this is what I've got. Grief is a tough one. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, very tough. 
I don't know if it's mm-hmm. terrible. I don't know if that was the right adjective, but but you know it's it's uh, very difficult to get through, and it takes a long time. Oh, it, it's uh, my father died uh, in 2012, and my mother is so it'll be 10 years this September, and over the weekend she was just sad and lonely and and all of these feelings and just helping her work through it this last weekend yeah yep yep and i was channeling my greg kuiper Hmm. it's so hard you know my wife and i uh, had to uh we have two dogs or had two dogs we had to put one of them down about two weeks ago and oh my god i mean oh well I mean, I've had to do that a number of times in my life, and <laughs> it's always the same. It never gets easier. No. And, and it crops up at strange times. Right. And, you know, just having this awareness and, and knowing that the sadness is okay. I can accept it in this moment. It's okay. I can do nothing more. And and then moving on through the rest of the day, and it will come back. But I'm not going to let it. I'm making a choice to not let it take over, right? You know, fall into my practice and not be able to help people. And, you know, just mm-hmm. I, I'm making the choice for that to not happen, and I'm doing everything I can with that sadness every day. And then if you... I mean, you can multiply that hugely with the loss of a loved one. Right, you right. I mean? And I, absolutely. And I, as I said, I channeled you and I uh, worked on having her think about the things that she missed, be specific, and instead uh, be at a place of gratitude and laugh about things and enjoy those memories. And, uh, you know, try to turn that frown upside down. Right. Well, that's certainly one way or one of the many ways of of working with grief is what are we focusing on in this moment right now, right? Remember how talking about that? Am I doing everything I can right now? What is my focus right now? If I can change it to the wonderful happy time that I had with this person or this animal, whatever. If I can change it to that wonderful, happy time and not think about woe is me, right? Then um, it's much easier to get through our days. Exactly. Yeah. It's very hard to do. Uh, They say the grief, um, grief never really gets resolved until, um, you're a, you're comfortable. You're happy in the new life, right? The new life is here mm-hmm. without this person or whatever, this job, whatever it is you lose. The new life is here, and when you're happy with that or content with that, you're able to. The, you process the grief. That's what they say. Interesting. Yeah. But regardless, it's the awareness of what is going on right now inside you, what the experience, what is aware, what are you aware of? 
and the experience is, is the thoughts and the emotions that are going on in you right now. I mean, just right now, what are your thoughts and emotions? You know, I'm focused here with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not off somewhere, you know, with the movie in my head, you know, trying to do my taxes or something. I'm here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring that up, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Talking about depressing. Okay. <laughs> Well, and, and this, you know, each week this becomes a time that uh, I can be focused as well. So, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll carry on with this uh, awareness piece uh, in coming weeks, I think. I, I want to bring Charlotte and Steve back into this. They've been working hard, and I keep saying that, but uh, it's time to see what they've been doing. I look forward to that because I haven't heard from Char and Steve in a while, and I'm hoping there's some growth there. Well, they've been working on their awareness, so um, we'll see what happens. I look forward to that. Okay. Well, um, remember, if you want to get connected and aware, then go to (laughs) KuiperCounseling.com and set an intention to do it sooner than later so that you can really be connected with yourself (laughs) and have a better connection with others. A great ending. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Everybody stay aware out there and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Perfect.